And welcome to Live Reality Games. We are here covering the finale of Survivor Northwestern Cats Collide. Like, this is the first season from Northwestern, and I'm super excited to see what happens after this. Erin, thoughts about the season as a quick hole? Yeah, absolutely. This has been a wild ride from start to finish. Um, very excited about how it went. Um, you know, obviously, there it, it's as as with any Survivor season, you as a fan wish things might have gone differently. Sometimes, um, you know, there were definitely some things that we were missing, some episodes that we were missing. But overall, crazy journey, especially post merge, things got messy, things got you know heated. Uh, so it was very exciting to watch, and even yeah, just watching the preview for season two, very excited about that. Already have some favorites, so looking forward uh to what else is to come. Some favorites from the um, audience from a few episodes before. We see see a few people, at least first names. I hope they're the same person. So I'm excited to see these people actually play the show. Um, speaking of playing games, though, Aaron, you were just a part of a great fundraiser here. I have a little little picture here. Whoops. Um, Aaron, you took a part of in uh, Syracuse Survivor, and they did a great little charity. Can you explain what happened? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Survivor CQ host, hosted this awesome charity mini. It was all day yesterday, literally 10 a.m. to like 6.30, 7 p.m. Um, it was a fantastic time. They did a great job, super well put together. It was all to benefit um, ALS research um, and help for that cause. It was well coordinated with like Jonathan Penner. He even hopped on the Zoom call during the mini. Um, so it was super fun, you, you know, just a little fun Survivor game with people from across college survivors um, got to meet some people from Georgetown who are just about to start up a survivor there. So very exciting stuff coming in the future. Um, and I may or may not have won the mini at the end of the day. So I know. we have a big cool celebrity thing. with us folks. So Maybe. <laughs> make sure you tune in to that link just to catch up. But we are here talking about specifically survivor Northwestern or NU as I'm trying to catch up with the um, hip lingo they use here. Um, so without further ado, we are joined with four of the finalists here and maybe the fifth one coming up. But first of all, let's kick it off with the winner. So uh, if you have not watched the season yet and you don't want to be spoiled, make sure you pause here, watch all the episodes and then come back here. But first we have special guest, Sammy. Hi. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. It's really weird. Like reliving this situation now where this like i literally went through the like oh my god i did it like a year and a half ago it's very strange now um did you ever see yourself sitting at the end like winning the whole thing or were you more of a ashley as opposed to a carson like were you a strategic game player did you want that side or did you want to go for the friends primarily I honestly think that my game is so hilarious looking back at it now because when I when I got cast on the season, I was really like, yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm just going to like take it easy and see what happens. My dad would always tell me like, you're going to go home first. And if you don't, that'll be really awesome and good for you. And I, I really like look back at it and wasn't really there for either. Like I kind of just like was busy during the beginning of the game. And I was like, I'm probably going to wind up going home pre-merge. Like it's okay. And then just happened to make it through the zoom phase. And um, it really wasn't until I got to a point where I saw ways for me to actually play a strategic game and change the perception that I was 
giving off to other people that I was like, oh, this is my game. I'm going to be a strategic player. Um, and never really found a way through the cracks to become a strategic player. And just was like, okay, my my role on the season is to be like a girl who just like is a partner with someone else and is here to make like one really close friend. And I I walked out of it like realizing that I had so many more capabilities than I thought I did. Um, wound up really lucky at the end of the day um, and didn't think that I could win or even sit at the final three until I was there. Um, and it's really, really interesting to relive that and be like, I can't even fathom my thought process through this because I'm such a different person now. So uh, Survivor Northwestern season one, Sammy, um, not how I would have played if I got to play again, but was very fun to do. And like, I, I'm really proud of myself, I guess. <laughs> Uh, well, we see yourself um, early giving yourself the title of a snake. Like, uh, you were playing touchy subjects, as a lot of folks called you. Like, I had to vote for who was the most likely to be a snake in the season. And you voted for yourself. However, everyone was so confused about that. We see at the end, you're you're kind of snakish. Uh, did you know something at that time that you were going to play like that? I knew all along that that was deep in me, but I, I, um, I'm learning a lot more about how I'm perceived by other people and on a like social media, like kind of, um, zoom format. I think I come across as a lot more like smiley. I'm always nodding my head on a zoom call and stuff like that. And I think people really underestimated me and unintentionally I played my game that way from the beginning where I was like really close with Kylie. I was not always as invested and like able to come to meetings when we were in person and people just didn't know a lot about me. So they didn't know what to think of me. And it bled into like my alliances when like I would come up with ideas and be like, Sammy, no, like, just don't worry about it. Like we'll figure it out everybody just didn't really like consider me to be a absolute snake and always knew that that was there never really the thing about being a snake is that I learned is you can't just do it if you want to play it well and um unless those opportunities are there and you're like all right here is my chance you run with it or you just let the game play you and um it wasn't until the end that I was like there's my there's my spot I can do this. Um, and I really just like put my full faith in like situations that could have blown up in my face. Um, and that's why I really look back at my game and I'm like, girl, you were lucky. Uh, you made some of the biggest moves in the season for sure. Um, you voted out your biggest Alliance person, uh, Kylie, essentially. Um, and then you also turned against Paya and Greta. Uh, that was surprising to me, Erin. I thought these three were going to be to the end. I I don't know that it was surprising to me, honestly. Because I, I do know that, um, you know, that Sammy is a game player. She turned on Kylie. She's not just going to go with people for, you know, loyalty's sake. And I think that we, we kind of saw that, like, snake side come out of you a little bit more after you voted out Kylie and you were especially in this finale you kept saying you were like it's just a game like you were you were so giddy about the game but you were not taking anything personally you were not giving anything out personally and that's why when you made final tribal I was like everybody was like oh we're gonna get destroyed we're gonna get so roasted and I was like Sammy's gonna be fine like <laughs> people are gonna roast her but she's just not gonna care like I could just tell that those were like your vibes and I think you handled the whole game in a very like positive way in a way that kept yourself sane. And I thought that that was really cool to watch. Um, but yeah, I think 
you know, you were working with Jake the entire game, you know, you did have to vote out Kylie. You did have to like leave him out of that, but your goal was to get to the end and win. So you have to take out the threats to do that. So you're not just going to like work with people just because you voted with them last round. And I think that that's the kind of game that you were playing. So it didn't necessarily surprise me. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. Um, but I, I totally see what you're what you're thinking about. And also, I, at the time, was fully 100% ready to go to the end with Greta and Pea. I wanted an all-woman final three. But, like, what came with that is I knew I wasn't going to win. And, like, watching back the season, like, I completely understand where everybody was, like, I mean, like, Greta and Pea played the best overall game, in my opinion. But, like, when you're in the game, it's not about letting the person – for me, it wasn't about letting the person who, like, played the best game win. It was, like, how can I win once I realized I could do it if I was sitting next to the right people? Um, however, it was just, like, at the end of the day, I want to get to the end. I want to, like, not get voted out. And I really did believe – and I knew I trusted Greta and Paya that they would take me because, I mean, like, they could win over me. It's not like you're taking somebody who's, like, oh, they're really going to, like – it's going to be a challenge. I knew that Greta and Paya like respected each other so much and were willing to fight against each other, like, and would respect whoever won. Um, and like, I was okay with that until like, the thing about my game is I was not necessarily thinking five steps ahead. I was playing very like, I'm in the moment and I have my relationships and I'm going to do what I can in the moment and like, let the opportunities that come to me help. And I knew that there was a possibility at that last tribal um, where idols were able to be played that Jake could win that idol. And I was close with Jake enough to know that if Jake wins that idol, we're winning this game. Like we're getting to the end. That was the biggest game factor for me. And that's why I keep saying luck really worked out there because that was a very lucky situation. Like I can't emphasize enough that like that was a lucky situation. Uh, but I, I do think that like what I, what I was, comp- what I was proud of is like, that was something that like I was I I was with my family during the pandemic, which I'm very lucky about, like that I had people there around me besides my Zoom screen to like support me in that uh, experience. But like they were like, Sammy, that's crazy. You are like a bad person if you do that. Like and like I just I just knew like it's a game and this is the best thing for my game, period. Mm-hmm. Um. So speaking of your fellow finalists, they are here with us today <laughs> as well. So welcome to the studio, Matt and Jake. Um, Jake, how are things now after the whole show has come out for you? Well, it's been a bit interesting because I was really in it for like a long hiatus after Survivor ended because I briefly withdrew from Northwestern to take care of family and also just because my whole graduating credit system allowed me to do so. And so I was basically gone from May as a student to the following April. So I basically spent that whole time doing my own sort of other stuff. And I kept thinking and reflecting on my game Survivor here. And I was really sort of shocked and impressed how far I had gotten, but also really disappointed that like I let a lot of things pass me and also had a few regrets over how the game went in certain places. But I had a fantastic time overall. And it was definitely one of those experiences that I knew when I had seen the poster on like a Norris, like uh, built like, uh, I don't know, somewhere on like on the Norris wall, you know, the big, building at Northwestern where all the student uh, groups are, I knew I had to apply because it was a one in a lifetime opportunity. 
And then, Matt, you're pretty still invested in the whole uh, Survivor at Northwestern, right? What's your experience, particularly after the show has been done? Yes. So in a weird way, it's actually been really great because, like, when we talk about season one, like, I I mean, I guess we were the ones who started it, but we sure aren't the ones who finished it. And to provide a little inside baseball, we've now actually filmed two more seasons that are yet to come out and we're about to start really started ratcheting up for season four um, soon, which is really exciting. Um, and so it's really cool because for me, Survivor is so much more than a game I played two years ago. It's a community that's ongoing and living and breathing. And in a weird way, I'm like, even in sort of probably before I should be, I'm in like this pay, like phase as a student where I'm a senior. So I feel almost like passing the torch, not that Sammy and some of the other people who were involved aren't more involved than I were because I'm still involved, but it feels slightly more peripheral than it did last year and even before. And so it's a weird, I'm in like a weird place where I'm reminiscent, but loving it. And at the same time, just grateful for what I had. Mm -hmm. Now we are back pretty much at final tribal here. Like the three of you are up for votes per se. Um, Jake, that was kind of a rough tribal for you in general and the out, come for sure um did you see it being that drastic i guess you could say yeah so i basically knew once i got into tribal council the first questions that came my way were going to sort of dictate how i was going to feel for the rest of the time and it was totally earned and totally fair because the way i played this game was very much from the outside like i did make some moves and i did have some influence in the game and some of it made you know the cut some of it didn't but ultimately against a jury that was really based around the idea of really showing what you were doing instead of just talking about it that was the most important thing that they wanted to see and even though tribal council was definitely a bit brutal it was also really enlightening in that way because then you get to see from the other players perspectives what they were looking for and then you know kind of revisiting those situations and scenes in your mind later you're able to pick up the pieces that make you say oh if i had done this or if i had changed my decision here or there maybe it could have influenced a lot of different things. But yeah, it was it was brutal. Uh, you took it pretty well, and you're here today. Um, so you managed to come out of it OK. Um, Aaron, you said earlier that you were a big fan going into uh, Final Tribal Council for Matt. Um, Aaron, do you think Matt could have done anything differently at that last tribal? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, that's a good question. I don't think so. Honestly, watching it, I think that Matt did have the best final tribal council of the three of them. I think he gave the best answers. Um, I think that he, like, I, there was like the whole sequence of, I think, Sammy answering Carson's question, where she was just like, um, well, I just like, did not answer at all, which I thought was hilarious. And I think that, I think that, yeah, Jake was kind of at a disadvantage going into it anyway, um, just in the sense of like, you know, it through no fault of your own, you had no really control or agency in the game. And you were just kind of put in an un- unlucky position. And I think you did well with what you had. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it should have been, I, th- I think maybe the only thing Matt could have done was like inflated his game in terms of like him and Paya playing the same game. Because that's how I as a viewer saw it. 
I was like, why are people like, why is Paya necessarily any higher on the totem pole than Matt is? In my opinion, they've played like almost equivalent games. Um, and I think that maybe you could have swayed some of the jurors over that way, considering how highly Paya was regarded. Um, but I think that, I don't know. I think that for what all three of you had, you all did well at Final Tribal. Honestly, I think the only person that could have done better is Sammy and she didn't need to. So, you know, uh, I think sometimes your game speaks for itself. Um, and I think that that's what Sammy experienced, which is awesome to see. Um, and we have a fellow castaway too, Carson says, <laughs> Jake deserved better. So Carson, <laughs> you could have voted for Jake and you chose not to. So he could have done better because of you. So, uh, but now... Similar question to Matt. Do you think you could have pitched anything different? Kind of like what Aaron said. Like, could you have talked about your gameplay like equivalent to uh, Paya? Or is there anything you would have changed, I guess? It's interesting to think about it in the like lens of being close to Paya because I hadn't really thought about that. But truth be told, I think that the numbers were kind of pretty much set. Like, I, I did numbers in my head before Tribal and I knew it was going to be a little bit of an uphill battle, at least from my perspective. Um, I thought I might get one or two more votes, but at the end of the day, like that or one or two more were gettable, but at the end of the day, there's only so much you can control when you're sitting there for final tribal. I would say that the real place where I probably could have changed my game was turning a few of those second place finishes and immunity challenges to firsts more than anything I said or did at final tribal. Um, but that being said, I'm pretty happy with how things turned out. I fought hard. I came up short and I'm really proud of the game Sammy played and she deserved to win. Mm -hmm. uh, now, Sammy, Aaron brought up a good point. You couldn't answer Carson's question. Um, Carson said something to the extent of when did you make a choice, I guess, in the game, right? When, when did you, could you make a choice? Thinking back on this, was there a time that you could say that you clearly made a choice? Oh, absolutely. Options. Absolutely. And I, I I like really remember the day that we went into final tribal and I like survivor really takes a toll on the way that you view yourself, especially when you have to go into the end and like argue for yourself. And I naturally am like a very insecure person and was like looking at it. I was like, everybody on the jury hates me. And I don't, I didn't like use this as an opportunity to make friends. And I was like, really, I really, really, really did not think that I was going to win, honestly. And so I was in it from that perspective of like, I'm just going to fucking apologize and like say whatever I can for people to like appreciate me somehow. And um, when Carson asked me that question, I, I remember getting really in my head about the way that people talked to me, like, and it always felt like people were talking a little bit down to me because nobody thought I was going to win either. <laughs> um, and when I look back at my game now, I know that I made a choice when I chose to put up Kylie because I did not want to do it and I did not intend to do it. However, um, the choice was just between like, do I go with Kylie or do I go with Paya and Greta? And it was the choice that I believed. The choice to trust Paya and Greta was not an easy choice to make, but I think it was the right one because it was the trust that they put in me and like that false sense of like belief that we had together. That is what allowed me to make the move to like get out Paya. Um, and I know that it looked like, it just genuinely looks like I am being told what to do. Um, but what I didn't do in the season really well was like talk about my thoughts in my confessionals as much. Um, I spent a lot of time like gaming with my family and I couldn't really film that. Um, and <laughs> 
I like really didn't, I would go in these meetings and say, yeah, totally. Because I wanted them to believe I was doing what they told me to do. Um, but it was a choice to believe in Paya and Greta and a choice to like trust that that girl alliance was going to make it, was going to give me the spot at the end. Um, because I believe that was really the only shot I had because I realized Kylie really seems like a threat in this game, but it's just like the scapegoat for everybody else to get to the end. Um, that was the choice that I took that I was going to win the game, not just like play passively. And uh, speaking of the Squirrel Alliance, we are joined with one of the finalists and jury members themselves. We are joined by Greta. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? A little bummed to not have seen you go further, honestly. Um, Sammy, Matt, and Jake, great job, of course. But Greta, Erin uh, and I said it last episode that we co were covering this. We were rooting for you. Uh, we thought you really had a really great game up to this point. And Greta, I don't think there's anything you could have done differently. You had a big target on yourself, right? Yeah, I once it was getting down to the end, um, I don't exactly remember like when I was like, okay, I can like, if I get there, I'll win. I don't, I don't know when that happened, but I remember when like Carson was trying to vote me out at the end and we ended up sending him home. I was like, okay, if Carson's trying to vote me out, like that kind of, you know, the alarm bells are going off and I know that I, I have a chance. And I think something, something about me is that I'm nothing if not confident, if not self-confident. And so kind of once I was getting there and once I like kept playing after Allison was voted out and after Charlotte was voted out, I was like, all right, now I'm like here and I'm going to actually like do this shit. Um, I think the only thing I could have done differently was probably win that last one, but obviously it didn't work out. So uh, well, speaking of winning, like you won competition after competition, practically. Did you think you would fare so well in these competitions? Is this what your game style is, I guess? Um, I think, I think, yeah, like, I think, you know, yeah, I mean, like, I just am, like, the most competitive person on the planet, so I hate losing more than I like winning, and I saw that in the show. I think that was in one of the episodes, um, but yeah, I think I knew that, like, especially because I didn't have knowledge of Survivor, didn't really know anyone coming into the game, I knew that if I wanted to make it anywhere, I was going to have to win these challenges, so... Um, you were one of my personal favorite uh, speeches at the end, too. Um, even though you were just voted out, you had that better jury, and you went into it stating that you were the better jury. Um, do you remember thinking of that speech? Oh, yeah. I remember I remember sitting there, like, before Final Tribal and writing that out on my, like, computer or whatever, and I was just like, I know exactly what I'm going to say, and I'm angry, but, like, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, looking back on it, like, two years later, I think all of us probably got out of our heads a little bit and like said things we probably wouldn't have said if we weren't, you know, in the thick of it at the end. Um, so, but I remember like sitting there and writing it and wanting it to be like very dramatic and, you know, really hit home for everyone. So hopefully that, that worked out. So. Erin, <laughs> uh, what was uh, some of your favorite jury speeches, I guess? 
Oh, well, yeah, I loved Greta's, obviously, and I completely agree. Because I've had that, I've literally said that many times, because I was I was a final juror myself who was voted out the day before final tribal council. And I completely agree. I'm like, <laughs> nobody, I hate a bitter jury, but if you're voted out yesterday, you get to be upset. Like, that's, that's you're just allowed. So I completely agreed with that. Um, Allison's speech genuinely made me cry. I cried twice in this episode. Once was when Greta was crying, and then the other time was at Allison's speech, because that was just like, yeah, so emotional, so impactful. I was a senior graduating during the pandemic too, right when it hit. So definitely not an easy thing to go through. Um, and I also loved the juxtaposition of like Paya's like roast and like mean dramatic speech to everybody. And then going right into Allison being like, I love you guys. Like this is so emotional. I thought that was hysterical. Um, so, yeah. And I just, I also loved that they took time to appreciate, like, how hot each juror was as they were coming in. I was like, that's great. I think that was we mainly Matt. About- Matt was calling everybody yeah. out for that. <laughs> and he was right. And, like, Dustin, we've talked about how hot this cast is. Like, I'm glad that everybody got their moment. I think that they all, everybody looked fantastic and the flowers were well-deserved. Um, another viewer here from the audience that says, uh, Allison also <laughs> cried. So, um, and then Allison hopes everyone is doing well. So, thanks. We hope you the same um, for one of the biggest strategic players for sure. Uh, now, if this final three wasn't the final three, like we see a lot of strong players like voted out prior to this. And this is a season that, you know, the stronger players per se uh, got voted out early. Um, Matt, do you agree with that? I I mean, yes, in but I I'd also counter. I think that there were a lot of strategic players. I mean, the entire post merge was stacked, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, I think that there is skill in hiding your threat level. And so I think that some people's threat level like not saying that I'm a better player than Greta, because I'm not like just point blank, I'm not. Um, but at the same time, like I think that the popular thing switched from being respecting the gameplay that got you to the end to almost saying, oh, all these incredible people were before us. And I'm not saying that it was equal necessarily, but at the same time, like part of playing a successful survivor game is masking your threat level as well. So, um, but at the same time, I would say anyone in the post-merge could have won really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was such a stacked cast for sure. And what was also stacked in this season were the number of twists. Uh, There's twist after twist. Uh, First twist, let's talk Big Brother. Sammy, Big Brother fan, right? Yeah. How was that week for you? Um, Awful. That week was awful for me. Um, That episode was really hard for me to watch because I was like, oh my God. Love, love, um... I loved watching back the comments and like the comments that we made in confessionals and meetings that I wasn't at. I was like, wow, people really just like said that shit about each other. It's hilarious. Um, That week in like in the strategy side of things was awful. Um, But in the ecstasy of like winning and like, like realizing that like I could do things that were like really crazy and unorthodox for myself was so exciting. Um, like in the long run, that week was really just different for me. And that was like the turning point for me of just like, hey, like this game is really well suited for my strengths and I should just start playing up my strengths. Um, 
Yeah, it also felt really good that like everybody was asking me about Big Brother. I was like, oh my gosh, hi guys, I have all the knowledge, come to me. Um, and I kind of felt bad because I was like, this isn't the game we signed up for, but this is the game I would like love to get to play someday. Um, it was really cool to get a snippet of that. It's a completely different game, completely yeah. 180 from Survivor. We heard a little bit from Kylie's interview. There was a special item up for auction or like from the fire token menu that actually allowed it to become Big Brother Week. And that was something that you ironically purchased, right? Yes, I did. I remember like just being like, I'm going to just open this. It was like a Pandora's box kind of thing. So you didn't know what it was. Um, so yeah, I opened it and then it was that. I was like, this is really great for me. Uh, now, speaking of developing strategies and twists and stuff, Greta, you had a really interesting take on how to use that made up Owen idol of the Sapphire idol. Um, and in general, Greta, you're not actually a typical like Survivor fan. So it's really interesting to see your strategy adapt. Um, how was it like not being a Survivor player in this? So in the beginning, when I was partnered with Josh, I just remember he would always be like, oh, we have to go hunt for this idol. Like, come, it's snowing. Like, come walk around campus with me. I was like, I'm not interested in doing any of that. Like, I'm like fully here just to like stir the pot, cause some drama, maybe win a few challenges and like, you know, have some fun, I guess, like meeting new people and like having something else to do. Um, so I guess like in terms of strategy and then, you know, like obviously I think a lot in the pre-merge game, I was like pretty heavily leaning on like Allison and also Charlotte and like was definitely getting my feet wet in the survivor like strategy and everything um, with the help of others for sure. And then when I was kind of like chopped off and had to be like on my own, obviously without Allison and Charlotte, I was like, okay, it's time to like actually figure this shit out. And I think that Sapphire Idol um, strategy and everything was where I was like, okay, I like, might not exactly like still have a full grasp of like all the nuance of survivor but like i'm you know we're all pretty smart we all go to northwestern like i can do a little bit of manipulation and figure out how to work this in my favor so uh now someone that was able to work it um a lot through the whole survivor game i think is this next person our next guest here is paya hi hi so sorry about all that <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad you could make it. Surprise, everyone. Paya's here. Surprise. Um, so, Paya, what was your experience watching this back? You were obviously um, a clear cut to the end. Like, you had your things aligned as best you could. And then somebody decided to switch it up. So, um, what was your experience from this Survivor? Yeah, I mean, honestly, watching it back is kind of hard because I was just a chaotic mess um like thinking about just like how it was like beginning quarantine for the merge part of it like it became my life so every interaction I was overthinking everything more than I typically do um which is a lot so um overall like you know I think I just re-watching it I've realized a lot of like flaws in my game but then also too like the things that I look back on I was like oh yeah like you know working with the people that I had worked with to get there, I like wouldn't regret that. Um, so overall, I don't regret a lot of my game, but I do recognize like what I would do differently, if that makes sense. Um, 
And if you like, if you see, I kind of go through a whole motion. Like originally Greta was like my number one out. Like I wanted her gone. And then she became like my best friend, like the person I trusted the most up until the end. So it's like, it really just changed the entire time. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a great question. You're saying that you see faults in your gameplay that you would have switched up. So question round table here. What's one thing you would have done differently, Paya? We'll start with you. Yeah, I think like the main thing that I got fixated on was when we kind of got into the two sections, I really hated that part of the game um, just because I felt like there was a lot of um, rigid alliances and not a lot of like leeway between them. And in my mind, I was like, oh, if Kylie goes, then there's more fluidity. Like I felt like I could work with Sammy more. I felt like their alliance, Sammy, Jake and Kylie, like Kylie was the glue that kept them together. So I was like, maybe I can actually talk to Jake this time. And it could be a little bit more ambiguous who's working with who. And so I got so fixated on that, that I think that that just kind of like kept me so rooted with my alliance, which again, like I loved and working with, and it became like a really important part of my game. But I just, I think I would have been a little bit more open. Um, yeah. And part of that also came with like the mentality that I had when it came to like the me versus Amos vote. Like I thought Kylie and Sammy had wanted me gone when it was the opposite. So I just like didn't know what I was supposed to think. And then it was too late to like form the alliances that I probably should have. So yeah. Well, right when I pose this question, I see Greta looking to the side. You're thinking of your answer. I know this already. Uh, Greta, what would you have done differently? I think there are like two things, I think. And the first thing is like I kind of have already talked about, like just not knowing anything about Survivor, I like literally just like trusted everything that Allison said and like was so convinced, like so convinced that she would have brought me to the end. Like maybe she would have to like beat me at Final Tribal, but like I just didn't even try and like game with anyone else because I was like this, I know her, like I know she's smart. I know what she, I know she knows what she's talking about. So that's, I think like my big thing, like, pre-merge and then post-merge just like kind of like what Pei is saying just like the fixation with getting Kylie out I think was really like really screwed up my game in the sense that like we probably could have taken Gus out earlier or you know like other people could have been voted out but we were so like fixated on getting rid of Kylie and like at, like it probably didn't matter like when she would have gone as long as it was gonna happen and like I don't know, the timing of everything kind of feels like it was a little bit tricky and messed up. So yeah, sure things. makes a good point. Maybe they could have got, as you were going to say, Jake out earlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jake, would you have maybe swung for Greta a little bit thinking back about that? Oh, I mean, there's so many different things I would have done during this game, like pre-merge, post-merge, even when I didn't know that there was a legal aid alliance, like so many things I would have done differently. But really the one thing I would have done differently, and I maybe this is a bit controversial, was use my idol on Gus the moment he was voted out because in a way, knowing that so many big moves were happening and so many people wanted to stand out, trying to use that as an opportunity to save Gus while at the same time kind of disowning him as like a, as in a partner, as an alliance member afterward and having something to kind of fall onto and then kind of from there, switch up my game a little bit, maybe move away from Kylie and Sammy a little bit more, try to open up my opportunities. I think that was... The biggest thing looking back on it if you did use your idol on gus that week um i don't recall exactly how the stats went down who would have been out that round i think it would have been me 
I think oh. it would have been I had the penalty vote, that. I think. Yeah, I think, though, I probably would have talked about it with Gus, though, ahead of time. So we could have decided if someone else needed to go. Um, I was really open to a lot of options on the table. I think Greta did have, like, an extra vote. So she might have been still the vote out. But kind of talking it over with Gus might have changed a lot of things. So, you know. I think yeah, what shocked me the most about that was not that you didn't end up saving him, but that you told him, like, hey, if I get the idol, I will save you. Because I'm like, it's going to come out eventually that you have the idol. And Gus is not going to be pleased. So, I don't know. That was interesting. But I think that that was the best. That's the best answer. Like, yeah, I think if you would have saved Gus there, things could have gone very differently. Yeah. Also, he was so fun to have around. Like, Gus is a hilarious person. One of a kind. Like, I, that I was the move for the viewers. Right. Yeah. Well, as we saw in the preview for next season, Gus and uh, Kylie are the two new hosts. So Aaron and I do get to sit down with Gus eventually and talk to him for a little bit, too. So that's exciting. Uh, but just finishing up the table here, uh, Matt, what would you have done differently? Yeah, I mean, I guess I sort of what Peya and Greta talked about. I think the sides were a lot more of a solid construct in our heads than they probably were in reality. But for me... Like the big overarching thing that I kind of couldn't do is that I sort of had a bit of a rough go at the start of the pandemic. And so I really leaned into the game um, to such an extent that it really like I just became almost one with my game. And like the fatigue that Sammy talked about earlier that build ahead of final tribal and even just like the final five was so challenging. And like I I honestly wish for myself that I would have better separated myself as a person from the game. Maybe that would have made me more cutthroat. Maybe it would have changed a little bit. I don't know, but like, I, I don't really look back on much with animosity or like, I'm not really upset. I think you can tell. Um, but at the end of the day, I think if I could have separated myself from the game a little more, that probably would have been good for me. Mm-hmm. Now, even as a winner, you always have the coulda, wouldas, and shouldas. Um, what would you have done differently, Sammy, if you had the option to go back and tell yourself, hey, don't do this, or hey, do this differently? Well, I mean, like, I just would 100% go back and, like, play at the beginning of the game, frankly. Like, I would just, I, I like... I'm still a junior at Northwestern. And so like my dream is to get to play Survivor Northwestern again, if I possibly could, and just like actually like use it as an opportunity to like get to know people and really form bonds at the beginning instead of kind of just like waiting for that to come to me. Um, yeah. And I just kind of wish I could go back and lose like, frankly, because the people who were on the jury had the most fun and like, I, I really wish I could go back and like, I, I, I just want to like, really like go, go out swinging. That's really what I would have done differently. Um, well, I have a little picture prepared um, to, it's nothing game re related per se. It's just one of my highlights. Uh, Aaron and I talked a little bit about how fun Zoom was. And I know Zoom isn't the same. However, one thing we don't get in person um, are green screens. So here are just a collection of some of my personal favorites here. <laughs> uh, and I know our logos are a little bit in the way, but um, reliving the time. What was this like Dr. Seuss thing? I don't, I don't understand that part. <laughs> and then Sammy, um, you have a very interesting background as well. What is, what are we looking at here? 
it's Wendy Williams, isn't it? I I like yeah, just it's definitely it. just a bug-eyed Wendy Williams. Yeah, and also like why was I always just like eating pizza or doing something so random on the screen? Like it's just so funny to me to watch back. Um, Allison says the jury group chat was lit and can confirm. Thank you. Um, Allison, we did have a question for you too. Um, Greta was wondering if you were going to take her to the end for real or not for real. So if you are still watching, let us know in the comments here. I don't know if I care to know the, the real answer. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Allison would have, could have taken anybody to the end. Like was- Allison, if Allison was at the end, she was just going to win. It did not matter who else was there. Mm-hmm. In I my agree. opinion. That's true. Um, we talked about twist, and there was a big twist of um, Edge of Extinction. Uh, we had four people up on the edge. We had Owen, Carson, Amos, and uh, Allison. Who would you want to come back? I know Carson came back from the edge. Um, we'll go down the list here. Um, Sammy, who would you have wanted to come back on the edge at that point? I mean, Amos, 100%. At that time, like... I, I mean, like, Amos is such a lovely person and was so kind to me in the game. And, like, on that level, I wanted Amos to come back. And also, I knew Amos would be pissed about being blindsided. So, like, that would have helped my game. Uh, Matt? Yeah, Carson was kind of a godsend for me. Like, it, it went about as good as it could have. I, I can't complain. I found someone who was about as loyal to me as he could have been. Amos probably would have found out that I played a decently big role in his blind side so i don't think he would have particularly liked that and i just had no relationship with owen so mm-hmm. jake yeah i'd say amos um mostly because even though i didn't talk to him too much in the pre-merge i was starting to kind of get to understand who he was and kind of get to form a relationship with him before he was blindsided and even though i don't think the show shows this but the night where he was ultimately voted out there was a weird thing where his internet cut out because he was like not in this like it was just so wild and so we spent like the whole next day then having to restart that zoom the votes had already been like written down and we just had to read them it was so sad because like everyone who like knew that he was going home knew that whole night and like we were so worried about what was going to happen uh now allison did write back Greta. i will hold that until we're done here so you don't see it unless you've already seen it in the comments uh but who would you want to have come back from the edge I think, yeah, like Carson was probably the best, the best option for us kind of knowing just who was left back, who was left in the game as still. And then knowing that like, he probably wasn't going to be working with the other side. Um, I think if Amos or Owen had come back, like I didn't know either of them hadn't really played with them at all. um, And was just like involved in voting both of them out. So that probably wouldn't have fared very well for me. And then like, I think, yeah, like Allison probably, it would have been like nice to have her back in a friend sense, but then like wouldn't have been very good for my game. So, and uh, just quick before we get to pay, uh, the answer was yes, but you probably wouldn't have the same arc as a, such a strong game player had Allison still been in the game. Um, so yeah, she was going to take you to the end. Paya, who we wanting to come back from the edge? Yeah, like Carson was the only person that would have ever worked with me probably at that point um so I mean yeah like what Matt said like Carson was a godsend it would have been interesting because I I did felt like feel like I had 
develop some sort of relationship with Owen and Amos, of course. And I think that had both of them come back, maybe the sides would have been less like strict because I would have had to open up my game more um, rather than maintain my one alliance. So it, those two would have made a harder game, but maybe a, a more interesting game for me. Um, but in regards to how I felt at the time and how like close I was to the people I was working with, Carson was the best one. So I'm glad Carson came back with a fire and a different like mentality for the game. I think he really pushed himself. Different so. mentality. Yeah. <laughs> different mentality. Uh, Greta's favorite thing are air quotes, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Apparently. Um, Aaron, who would you want to see back? Um, Oh, well, I mean, that's, Carson's, like, one of my closest friends, so that's, mm -hmm. like, not really a fair question for me. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I loved all four of the people on Edge. I think that as far as entertaining gameplay goes, I think Carson or Allison, either one would have been great to have back, you know, two great, you know, mm -hmm. active confessionalists. So mm -hmm. I, think, I think we got a good deal with Carson, and I think it definitely made for obviously very interesting votes going forward and interesting gameplay um i don't know i i don't know anybody actually anybody that would have come back and not spilled the beans about the sapphire idol being fake that's who i would have wanted back yeah because i would have loved answer. to see how that <laughs> went uh payer you went you were not with us uh when we talked about big brother week but briefly uh what was your thought process of stepping down after five and a half hours of holding your arm up <laughs> Were you just done at that point? You needed an easy out or you, you, you don't understand the emotional toll that challenge had on me. <laughs> I like I fully sobbed afterwards. I don't know if you see it in the clips. Like I have like red, red puffy eyes. I like I sobbed and I cried. I, I cried to both Greta and Carson on individual talks. I forget who I talked to first. Um, and I don't remember if this was included or not, but there was a moment where Sammy's screen had blacked out. And yes. I was like, oh, oh yeah, my God, I remember. Does that mean that I won? Like, what does this mean? And then Chase was like, you can put your arms down for a second. And so like, I think that was my first flaw like in terms of that game, because when I put them down, they didn't want to go back up. And then immediately like, that's when I just started to feel awful. And then it was just kind of like, overall psychologically like getting at my head because when it came down to me and Sammy, like for perspective, for quarantine, I was just like completely by myself in my house. like. I had only eaten cereal because I was just so stressed out about the challenge. I was like tired. I like had nobody there to help me in any regard or cheer me on. So I was just like alone with my arms up in an apartment for five hours during COVID. Just like, what am I doing with my life? So it was just, it was like a lot. And then I was just like, at that moment, I just knew I had to drop down. But it sucked because I hadn't really won a challenge myself. Like I had gotten the auction, whatever, but I it didn't feel like a win. And so... I was just like, just keep doing it. You can do it. Like endurance is your thing. And it just, it wasn't that night. So um, it sucked afterward. I fully thought I was going to die. <laughs> like when I went to bed, I was like, I feel like unearthly, but, um, but overall, like, you know, it, it happened the way it did. And I was very proud of myself for how long it had gone on to. And, you know, I also saw like Sammy's confessional in terms of like, she would not get me out that week because of that. And I felt the same towards her. Like if I had won, like it was so much like just so much mentally and yeah mm -hmm. well um i really enjoyed the pitch perfect like little like overview and everything <laughs> like oh my the, God. into the woods 
Oh my God, I hate it. It was the only thing, like, I was like, this is a 10 minute song and I can just think about this for 10 minutes and then keep going and keep going and keep going. And I didn't care how annoying I was. I was just like, this is going to keep me sane. So Mm -hmm. that's what happened. As we're wrapping up here, um, taking it to Sammy and then Matt to talk about the next season, what's coming up. So Sammy, what would you say about people like signing up for Survivor? Um, Being the winner and everything, should people do it? Should people back away, wait for Big Brother? What's going on? People should all sign up for Survivor. Are you talking about collegiate Survivor, like Northwestern Survivor? Yeah, absolutely. Or any like live reality games, which will. Absolutely, hey. it is a it is an experience, and it really teaches you so much about yourself that you will not learn in like a normal social setting. Um, it is a real like the best way to put it is kind of trauma bonding. It is the most fun way to trauma bond. Um, I have gotten so much out of Survivor. I found like. Um, something the best part for me about like Northwestern Survivor is that we have a growing production team. And after I played, like I got, I've continued helping with the seasons. I've cast like the main casting director of all the seasons and like made so many friends. And it is a community that you just like let yourself into. And I mean, the people that go to Northwestern are all wonderful. And like, I can't wait for people to watch the next couple of seasons because they're very different than ours and they are so much fun. Um, And so I always try to get all my friends involved. Um, It's the best thing I've done. Uh, Wrapping up this season, Aaron, any final thoughts before we get into maybe a little bit of details for Matt about season two here? Um, Oh my God, it was a wild ride. Um, I loved watching you all. It was incredible. I think it's, it's so interesting watching College Survivor through like the lens of being a College Survivor player. Um, and I think, honestly, this is one of the best seasons I've seen that just represents what it is to play College Survivor. There were so many impactful conversations that were included. There was so much like emotion. There was so much strategy. I think it really had everything. Um, I think all of you guys brought it. And I'm a huge fan of every single one of you. So great work. And I cannot wait to see what's to come. Especially for season one, this was amazing to watch all the cast and uh, to see you put your gameplay forward and to develop those relationships and to go through the whole pandemic and everything like that is just really impactful. Um, So before you leave here, uh, let's talk about season two. But before we do, uh, make sure you subscribe to us uh, Live Reality Games here on YouTube, on Facebook. Follow us. And then uh, we'll be back for season two. Aaron, you back with me for season two? Oh, I'm in. Absolutely. All right, Matt, what are we looking forward to in season two of Survivor Northwestern? Okay, I'm going to give you three things. Um, The first one, less twists. Very important. I want to make it abundantly clear that we had a role in planning this, and the first rule that we had was less twists. Um, So it's more true to game gameplay, I would say. You get a love triangle. There's no Love Island week or anything like that? I'm disappointed. You get a love triangle. Oh, Um, so there and, is Love Island week. And more Kylie and Gus. What's there not to love about it? I don't want to spoil much of the season, but it's really exciting. It's a great season. The gameplay is strong, and I am very proud of how it ends up. All right, perfect. And that's it, folks. Make sure you tune in to Survivor Northwestern. Uh, go follow them on Facebook. And I think, uh, Matt, what's kind of the best way to follow Northwestern? Is it the YouTube page or is it another avenue? Yeah, I think it's the YouTube page. Our socials probably will be up to date once we start promoing things. I don't think we have set dates yet, but yeah, YouTube, I'd say. 
Fantastic. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Thank you, all the finalists, for coming out here. Congratulations once again, Sammy, on your victory. And we'll talk to you next season.